0: Meg McCabe, a certified life coach and eating disorder recovery coach with a PhD in having a good time. Just kidding about that last part. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another solo episode of the Full and Thriving Podcast, I am so grateful to be here as always coming at you with another episode. And let me tell you, today finally feels like spring over here in Connecticut. The sun is shining today. The weather's actually warming up and I am feeling joyful and energized today. And I realize I always report that <laughs> on the days I record the podcast. And that's authentically because I love recording episodes and it makes me really happy. So anyway, today is also a great day because I am feeling really proud to be from Connecticut. Last night, the Yukon men's basketball team won the national championship, which is a pretty big deal here in the United States. And I actually am a Yukon alumni, so that's University of Connecticut, and was a student there when they won the national championship in 2011 and 2014. So it's really cool to be on the other end of things and not be a student, but be an alumni and watch the game in a totally different way. I am not a huge sports fan, but I did stay up to watch the game last night with my family and it was really fun. And I was reaching out to all of my college friends and we're all kind of texting each other. And it's interesting because I know I spoke about basketball in another previous solo show. So basketball is definitely slowly coming back into my life this year, and I will keep you updated on that. But Connecticut is feeling amazing today because our team won. And I also wanted to share that I am going to Disney World in two weekends, and I have not gone since I was 19 years old. My dad actually used to work for Disney when I was a kid, so we got really lucky and got to go through his work a few times, but he doesn't work for Disney anymore, and I'm a full-grown adult and literally haven't been since I was 19, so Dan and I are going out there in two weekends to visit his friends, and we're going to be going to Epcot and Animal Kingdom, so if you are... Listening to the show and a Disney fan, let me know what your favorite things are to do. I am not really sure what's over there now since the past 13 years since I haven't gone or 12 years since I haven't been there. So it's going to be awesome. So a lot's coming up for me. I hope you guys are having a positive moment in your life. I hope things are going well for you. But I do know that struggling with a mental illness and living with an eating disorder can be extremely difficult, but I am hopeful that things will start looking up for you because I've definitely been there and know to some extent what it feels like to be going through what you're currently going through. In this episode, I feel inspired to share with you two recovery metaphors and I did not make these metaphors up. These are metaphors that are sort of known within the recovery space, and I often share them with my clients to explain concepts a little bit more creatively and to inspire hope within the human and the soul that I'm talking to. So I'm really excited to dive into this. I'm only sharing two in detail with all of you today. So. The first metaphor is that sometimes in recovery, your journey might resemble the growth of a bamboo tree. And when a Chinese bamboo tree is planted, it shows zero signs of growth in the first year. So that means there's literally nothing happening on the surface of the ground. It needs to be faithfully watered. It needs to be nourished and it needs to be provided sunlight, but literally nothing is happening. On the second year it's been planted, there's no signs of growth. On the third year, there are no signs of growth that this bamboo plant is even growing. I know if I was a farmer, I would be starting to doubt myself after like the first or second year I didn't see anything happening bamboo plants do not show up until the fifth year. So you have to faithfully water, nourish, and provide sunlight to this plant that you planted five years ago without seeing any progress to the naked eye. So by year five, the bamboo plant can grow up to 80 feet in about six weeks. I love this metaphor when it comes to recovery because it can teach us about patience, hope, and faith in recovery. Even though the gardener doesn't see any signs of growth, this gardener keeps faithful in watering the ground and making sure the plant has sunlight. And even though this person cannot see what's underneath the soil, they trust that there is an intricate system of strong roots growing underground. These roots are deepening and preparing for the day that they can one day support a tall, beautiful bamboo tree. For bamboo to grow up to 80 feet tall, those roots need to be really freaking strong. And by the time the plant appears, there has been five years of invisible growth happening underground, and there's preparation happening for what will become the home of a beautiful plant to grow. Often, an individual's recovery journey can be a lot like the Chinese bamboo tree. I have had clients come to their sessions faithfully each week without seeing a lot of tangible progress for a long time. Usually, these clients are soaking up all of the recovery knowledge And maybe they understand intellectually what changes they need to make, but they have a really hard time turning that into action. Because of this, the visible and measurable recovery progress isn't necessarily obvious for a very long time. I'm talking multiple years sometimes. Often, this does not discourage the clients who are like the bamboo tree. These clients keep coming to their sessions and giving recovery their most courageous effort year after year. And they trust that they are doing the necessary inner work to eventually get to a place of growth and healing. These folks, who are like the Chinese bamboo tree, understand that the mental work takes time and they are patient and they are faithful to the recovery process. And they are faithful to the part of them that truly, truly wants recovery. And I got to say, overcoming fear and working through trauma does take time. So sometimes progress like that cannot be seen or measured for a while. So with the determination in their heart and the support of their loved ones and the faith of their team, one day these clients start to see progress. And suddenly everything clicks. They're able to do the actions and make the changes with the food. They're able to cope with the changes that their body is experiencing and take on actual, authentic, anti-diet mindset. Often I see a shift within this person that recovery is truly the only option for them. So maybe during those years, they're still keeping one foot in the eating disorder just in case. And then overnight, a shift happens where they no longer care about the eating disorder. They do not want it anymore. They are sick of it and they shoot up like a bamboo. They shoot up 80 feet in the air suddenly and they're no longer suffering with cognitive dissonance or conflict on the inside. Their healthy self can finally take the wheel and lead them to healing relatively quickly just like how the bamboo can grow up to 80 feet in six weeks. So if you're feeling like you're working at recovery and cannot see any progress yet, remember the bamboo tree and trust that the part of you that truly wants recovery is doing the unseen work and allowing those strong roots to grow. So new pathways are forming in your brain, new thoughts are taking hold, and your wheels are turning. Keep putting your best effort with being honest with your team and keep your why for recovery close to your heart and do not give up. One day, everything might click into place and all this work that you're doing now is actually forming that deep, strong system of roots within you. And one day, you'll be able to make the changes that you're too afraid to make now. One day, you will be able to take the action and make changes happen because you've been doing all of this work now. And it might actually happen sooner and faster than you think. I had one client just like this who graduated from my coaching a few months back, actually. And we worked together for almost two years. And before she had been working with me, she was working on recovery on her own for maybe a year or two before she hired. So this individual would come to her sessions faithfully every week. She would do her homework as best as she could. But her fears, her traumas, her deeply rooted dieting beliefs and Even some co-occurring mental illness made it really hard for her to show visible progress for a substantial amount of time. It felt like together we would hit walls consistently and fall into cycles and patterns consistently. And sometimes I wasn't even sure how much I was actually helping this client. But I stayed strong with her and together we would meet every week and work to battle against the eating disorder. And neither of us gave up, even when we weren't seeing very much progress. And this individual kept coming to our sessions. And one day last year, she comes onto a call and her energy is completely different. She was suddenly relaxed and she reported major improvement with her food and body image. And she was taking action and no longer letting her ED run the show anymore. So this change felt really sudden and drastic to me, and I actually had to reach out to her partner to verify that these changes were actually happening. And to my delight, her partner reported that what she was telling me in session was true and that she was making recovery choices and taking the actions that used to be hard for her and eating the quantities of food and the variety of food that she used to be afraid of eating. Her partner even reported that they weren't fighting over food in the house anymore and that there was no more meal skipping and the flexibility of her choices was there. And there were no more meltdowns about body image. I'm telling you, I was completely mind blown when I heard this the first time. But then I remembered the analogy of the bamboo and it all made sense because for two years, my client and I were processing recovery together and forming those roots and preparing her. For the day she had the courage to take the action. And of course, we continued to work together until we were both very confident that this sudden positive change was here to stay. And she ended up graduating from my coaching a few months after that. And she is now fully recovered and living her life free from her eating disorder. And I am so proud of her. And I just want to remind you that you can be like the Chinese bamboo as well. And even if you feel like you're not making progress in this moment, you can't really see the progress visibly or measurably. At some point, when everything that you're learning takes root, you will grow and heal. You will be able to take those actions. All right. That was metaphor number one. Let me know what you think of it. I personally love the bamboo metaphor. I think it's so inspiring, and I love being able to share that with all of you. Okay, so are you ready for metaphor number two? So for some folks in recovery, what they need to focus on is getting beyond the breakers. And before I dive into this metaphor, no pun intended. I'd like to acknowledge that I first heard this metaphor on the Gaudiani Clinic Instagram. So shout out and big thank you to the incredible Dr. Jennifer Gaudiani for sharing this metaphor a few months back. So anyway, back to this metaphor, which is recovery is about getting beyond the breakers. In recovery, clients often feel a sense of hopelessness, burnout, and exhaustion during their journey. And I wanted to share, for those of you who do not know what I mean when I say the breakers, the breakers are often referred to as the point in the ocean where the waves crash before they reach the shore. So the breakers are often where you'll see people surfing or boogie boarding The waves are crashing, there's white foam flying everywhere, the water's more rough, and it can actually be really difficult to swim in the breakers. And once you get beyond the breakers, the waves are smoother and the water is more peaceful. So often, recovery can feel like swimming in the breakers. In fact, It can feel like getting caught in the breakers. It's chaotic, scary, and exhausting and draining. You feel like you can't catch your breath or find any moment of peace, right? That's what recovery can feel like, which is what leads to burnout and exhaustion. In recovery, you can get stuck in the breakers when you let fear and your emotions decide when to eat and how much. You get caught in the breakers when you only commit to recovery when you feel like it, but not every day. You get stuck in the breakers when you do not consistently meet your needs. So in recovery, that could look like eating your meal plan some of the time, but not all of the time, or going to your appointments sometimes, but not all of the time, canceling on your therapist or dietitian or coach last minute. It can look like being stuck in a pattern of self-sabotage or inconsistently coping with emotions where sometimes you're letting yourself turn back to a behavior instead of healthy coping mechanism. So when things get hard, you give yourself permission to use that behavior instead of consistently meet your needs using the tools that you are learning in therapy and with your coach. So. Existing in the breakers can make you feel like recovery is impossible and almost so exhausting you doubt you can even recover. But remember, the goal of recovery is to get beyond the breakers where the water is smooth. In the recovery space, they often say that recovery gets hard before it gets better. This is exactly why you must focus on swimming beyond the breakers. Do not get caught up in the waves. The way you get past the waves and the breakers and to the peaceful waters is by consistently meeting your needs, by nourishing your body, coping with your emotions in a healthy way, and implementing rest and self-care as often as possible. If you can do these things consistently even when they feel difficult or impossible or too hard, this is how you get past the breakers into smoother waters beyond. There are elements of recovery that you need to make non-negotiable, like showing up to your sessions, taking consistent action, eating your meal plan consistently, hoping with your emotions, expressing yourself. You need to start making these items Non negotiable to get past the breakers. Otherwise, you're going to be tossing and turning in chaos for a very long time. Beyond the breakers, the water tends to surge, but it doesn't crash. In fact, it's very easy to swim in the water that's beyond the breakers. And in this metaphor of recovery, beyond the breakers doesn't mean you're done recovering, it just means that it starts to get easier. So sometimes there may be surges of large waves, but the waves don't bully you or throw you around. In fact, you can easily float with the waves and rise up with each wave. And this is symbolic of how eventually recovery does get easier and you can get used to taking the recovery actions and coping with your emotions differently. So. When you're feeling burned out, remember that it's possible for you to get beyond the breakers and you must swim beyond the breakers to reach peace and healing. Do not stop when the waves are crashing on you and it feels scary. You've got to stay consistent with your commitments to yourself and meeting your needs and keep swimming beyond. All right, everyone, that's all for now. Thank you so much for being here. I truly hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I hope that these metaphors can bring you some sort of inspiration and peace of mind this week. Let me know which one was your favorite. I personally find these to be two of my most favorite metaphors. Also, I wanted to remind you that At the time of this recording, we have 62 days until the Recovery and Beyond Retreat in Portugal, hosted by myself and the co-founder of the Recovery Collective, Anne-Claire Young J. Chalk. We also host the Megan Anne-Claire Show on YouTube together. But in 62 days, we will be starting our magical retreat in Portugal for people in eating disorder recovery. And we have about three spaces left and would love for you to join us in June for five days of recovery coaching, sunshine, friendship, nature, yoga, nourishment, and relaxation. You deserve to slow down and focus on you for five days. So please see the link in the show notes for more information or reach out to me on Instagram with questions. I'm happy to help you make this decision and see if this is the right fit for you. Remember that you are all valued and appreciated here at the Full and Thriving Podcast. Thank you for listening and for being you and for downloading each episode, sharing the episodes with your friends and your loved ones. I know it is so difficult for you to have an eating disorder But listening to this podcast is a sign that there's a part of you that genuinely wants to heal and feel better. So I am so grateful that that part of you showed up today. All right. So thanks again, and I will catch you next time on the Full and Thriving Podcast.